Hey guys, and welcome back to the pod. My name's Haley, and this is, wait, I've been queer this whole time? This is the third episode in my podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are here. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the transition from dating men to dating women, some dating horror stories, and just some dating stuff in general, because man, is it different, honestly. Like, I can't even fully explain how different it is. When I think about the differences between my dating life before I realized I was gay and then after, so many different things have clicked for me after my first couple dates with women. When I would go on dates with men, there were just these anxious thoughts and I just had these feelings that I didn't want to do this, but I'm like, Haley, you're just scared of getting hurt. Haley, you're just scared that you're being vulnerable and open to this. Like, that's why you feel like this. And so don't worry. Like after you get through the first date, it'll be fine and you won't have these feelings anymore. Well, the issues kept coming. Like I would go on the first date and then either halfway through or by the end, I knew that I didn't want to go on a second date. I just was not vibing very well with them. Or I would get these irrational icks. Like an example, one time a date I went on, the guy ate his burger and fries with a fork and a knife. Like he cut up his burger and ate it, cut up his fries and ate it. And I just was like, is this real life? Because I don't want it. And I mean, we never went on another date again. I mean, there were other circumstances during that date, but there were just all of these things I would find that I didn't want and I would be so picky. And my friends were always like, Haley, you are so picky. Like you're never going to find someone. And I mean, I wasn't going to find someone if I was going to continue dating men because clearly that is not what I'm into. So then the switch to dating women before dates, I am so excited. Like I have like anxiety still, but it's like happy anxiety. Like I'm so anxious to meet them. I'm excited. I am hemming and hawing about what I'm going to wear. And just like there's so many anxious nerves around it, but in a great way. And so after the first couple dates that I went on with women, it just clicked in my brain that it genuinely was because I was not dating the right people. And that's why I literally hated going on dates. That's why I'd been single for so long. That's why I thought my standards were just incredibly high. No, they're not incredibly high. They just were placed in the wrong gender. And I think a lot of people go through that, especially growing up in a culture that it's just expected that as a woman, I go on dates with men. And from the very beginning, I would always be asked by family members like, oh, do you have any crushes? Do you have a boyfriend? And I'm like in first and second grade. And it's like, what? Like, why are you asking me this? I'm a child. But also, oh, you only say boys. Like you never say girls. And that's just something that I've thought about for a while. And it also is just so psychological to going on dates because you have to put yourself out there. You have to like be so vulnerable. Like you're showing this person that yes, you're interested in them, but also like this is who I am. 
are you interested in me? And honestly, that entire time that I would go out with men, I'm like, I literally don't care. Like, I do not care if we walk away and you like me or you find me attractive. Like, I'm going to be me and it doesn't matter. So if ever you're questioning if you like guys or if you like girls, think about when you are pursuing them, pursuing a guy, pursuing a girl, they, them, like pursuing whoever, how you feel about it. You have to trust your intuition. You have to trust your gut in these scenarios. And that's something that's taken me so long to realize I need to do because I haven't until now. And it's so important that you are doing it for you because so often I went on dates and I was doing it for the people around me because they thought I was lonely or they just wanted me to find someone and I just wasn't getting anything out of it. And it was hard and it was exhausting. Dating is exhausting. To really kick things off, I want to take you guys back to my first ever date that I had like in my life. I was a sophomore in high school and it was with a guy who was a year older than me and he sat behind me in biology. And I don't even know how we got to talking. And then he had asked me on a date and I was like, sure. And so he picked me up from my house at dinner. I was nervous. He was nervous. It was both of our first dates. And we were just talking, getting to know each other more. And the way he was talking, I thought that he, (laughs) you guys, I can't. (laughs) I thought that he lived with either parent, like he had divorced parents, which was not unfamiliar for me because my parents were divorced. So like, I thought that was just some common ground that we could talk about it with. So I was like, oh, do you live with your mom or your dad? Guys, when I tell you this guy looked me straight in the eyes and said, my mom's dead. No emotion, straight face, looked at me after I said that and said, my mom's dead. Sophomore Haley was like, oh my gosh, in my head. I just looked at him and I picked up my drink to try and like, as a distraction. (laughs) And as if that answer wasn't enough, I take a drink And I (laughs) stick the straw up my nose. Up my freaking nose, you guys. The horror, honestly. And then it hurt, but also my pride hurt. And I felt so bad asking him. Tears come streaming down my eyes. I like can't even stop them. I'm like wiping them away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't believe I just asked you that. And I blacked out the rest of the day, honestly. I don't even remember what he said afterwards. I don't remember anything else besides that. That I asked him about his mom, stuck the straw up my nose. Safe to say there was not a second date. And biology was awkward for the rest of the year. I've also still had my fair share of awkward dates with men. And... Thinking back now, like, I don't think I've ever had a date with a guy that I would say, that was a great date. Like, 
I never had that experience. I never had a great first date with a guy. And I don't know if it was just because I wasn't going out with the right guys or, well, actually, let's be real. We know what it is. I don't like men. And I've said that a million times in this episode. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know that. So it should have been apparent to me then, like, all these dates I went on never were good ones. What am I doing wrong? My parents would say that I just was not going on enough dates or I was super picky. There came a point where they actually, <laughs> I can't, they actually made me a match.com profile and like paid for a six month subscription because they wanted me to go on dates so bad. They wanted me to not be lonely and they wanted me to experience dating And so I go home and we're talking about like dating and stuff. And then I'm on my phone, not really paying attention to the conversation. And my mom asks me what my email is. And then she asks me what my phone number is. And then she like pauses. And I don't remember what else she asked me. But then I was like, wait, why, why do you need this stuff? Like, I don't understand. And she was like, oh, um, well, I'm making you a match.com profile. And I was like, you're making me a what? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. It'll be great. And she genuinely made my profile. Like she found pictures from my Facebook. She answered all of the like prompts herself. And then her and my brothers sat on the couch and were like swiping on guys if they thought that I would be interested in them. And I just sat there like this is not happening right now. And also like this is hilarious, but it will never happen. I will never go on a date with a guy from Match.com. My parents are crazy. And my mom was like, Haley, you just download it. And maybe I didn't answer your questions correctly. Like you want to set yourself up. Like there's some cute guys on here. And I just wanted them to stop talking about it. So I downloaded it and I was looking at it and she answered my questions honestly pretty well. Um, she did sound like a mom though. So I had to change up some answers, but other than that, like it was okay. And I was like looking at match and I matched with a couple guys, but to my glee, my parents' dismay, to talk to them at all, you had to pay. Like, you could see them, you could make your profile, but if you wanted to actually use it, you had to pay for it. And I was so happy because I was like, nope, I'm not paying for this. Like, you've got another thing coming. And then my mom goes, Philip, hand me the credit card. And they literally hooked up their credit card to the match and they're like, we'll pay for six months, go on dates. Okay. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Nope. They were not kidding me. They actually expected me to go on dates. It was, it was something else. I did go on a couple match dates and obviously none worked out, but like, it just was not a good time. Dating men, (laughs) not a good time. And now dating women, it's so different and I am having a much easier and better time. Granted, women come with their own different dynamics, but still, I like these dynamics way better than I like dy- the dynamics with men. Um, and the vast difference when I compare 
like the first couple dates of that I went on with women to the dates I went on with men. Like there's absolutely a complete difference in my demeanor, in the way I feel and just the smoothness that I feel while going on these dates. So it's just like super affirming in that area. I wouldn't consider my first official date with a woman including my ex-girlfriend at the time only because my ex and I we had been friends for like five or six years beforehand and so like the transition from being friends to being interested into into each other and then to a monogamous relationship was seamless like it just transitioned very smoothly and there were no like first date jitters if that makes sense so like I'm not considering that in my first date experience with a woman so after we broke up, I did go on a date with a woman. Um, I've been on a couple dates since. And dating women is so different than dating men. My first date with a woman was great. Like we got along very well and like the vibes were just awesome. Like we just like played off of each other and um, it was I was so socially awkward like I'm normally a very social person and like can get along with anyone in the room, but like it's just different on a date. And I was trying not to be weird. I was trying not to like put my foot in my mouth or whatever, but it was a really good date and she was great. And we went on a couple more dates and I mean, nothing came of it, but it was just a great first experience for me dating women for the first time in my adult life. Nothing like outlandish happened in the first date, but I do want to talk about this other date that I went on um, that I (laughs) that I think is so funny. And I've already talked to her and she's like totally fine me sharing the story because she thinks it's funny. And I mean, I find it hilarious, too. It was our mm, I think it was our second date and we had planned a Twilight Marathon with sushi bowls and so I was going over to her apartment and we were gonna watch the twilight like a couple twilight movies and I brought the supplies to make sushi bowls which delicious by the way shout out to my friend Serena for the recipe okay anyways so I get there and it's great like we have great conversation and it's fun it's easy and we're watching the movie and I'm like are we hungry? Like, are we ready for dinner? Let me go plug in the rice cooker and start the rice because the rice takes a while. So I plug in the rice. I sit back down. We're just like making fun of the movie, you know, and just like laughing. (laughs) And then the power goes out. Like, I wish I could make this story up. Not make, I wish I could make the story up, but it sounds like this story is made up. And it's not like it's 100% true. And we like look at each other and we're like, what in the world? And she's like, this has never happened before. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, we just have to fix the breaker. Like, it's just the breaker. So she like goes to her room and she's like looking at the breaker and she's newer in this apartment. So she like called the landlord and the landlord's like telling her what to do to fix it. And it's not like fixed, like that problem's not being fixed. And so the landlord's like, okay, I'll call you back. And I was like, as she like came back out to the living room and she's like, the landlord's going to call me back, but like, it should be fine. I was like, okay, cool. No problem. And at this point I wasn't panicking. So I'm like, I need to plug my phone in just in case the power doesn't come back on 
that way, like my phone doesn't completely die. And I, the charger is not working in the wall very strongly. Like it's like going in and out. And I was like, okay. And then, (laughs) then the landlord calls back and is like, so it looks like a transformer blew down the road. So you're just going to have to wait it out until they can get DTE here or consumers. I don't remember to come fix the transformer and then the power should be back on. That was fine and dandy. I was like, okay, like, okay, maybe an hour or two max. And then he's like, the landlord's like, but there is a chance that they will not be able to come out tonight because it's 10 o'clock at night. So you might just have to hang tight until tomorrow morning and then they'll come out in the morning. And I was like, that sucks for her. Like, I'm just going to leave then. Like, I'll hang out a little while longer. Like, we can chat or whatever. And then I'm going to want to leave. Then the landlord said, this also means because you pulled into the apartment and had to type in the code at the gate that the gate's power is out. So if your car is parked behind the gate, you are stuck until the power comes back on. As soon as he said that, we looked at each other, our mouths fell open, and I was like, oh my gosh, my car is behind the gate. I can't get out. I can't leave. I am stuck here. On a second date with a woman I barely know, yeah, the conversation is great and we're having fun, but enough fun to spend the night? Like enough fun where I'm comfortable spending the night? No, not yet. That's just not, not me. And I'm trying so hard to be cool and chill about it. Like I don't want to panic because I don't want her to feel bad that I'm now trapped. But like I'm, my anxiety is rising. And I was like, okay, it's okay. She gets off the phone with landlord and she's like, I'm so sorry. I swear I did not like plan this. I was like, what? There is no way you could have planned this. I I know you're not trying to murder me, you know? Like, I know that it's, like, out of both of our controls. And so I text my parents, and I'm like, so I might be a little later. And then I explain the situation. <laughs> and my mom goes, Haley, this shit only happens to you. Honestly. Like, this only happens to you. <laughs> and I was like, I know. I can't even make it up. Like, this is just so wild. I wouldn't have even thought to fabricate a story like this. And I look at her and I'm like, wow, what a great second date. Like, we're stuck in here together. (laughs) And then the landlord calls back and is like, so I am about two hours away and I'm about to leave now. And I can come and if you need to get your car out or if you have a friend over and they need to get their car out, I can turn the full power off and then open the gate by hand. And we were like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, why can't we just do that? Like, could he show us how? And then, but that's just me panicking because I'm trapped in this woman's apartment with no way out. And he was like, yeah, my my daughter just gave birth. So that's why I'm two hours away. And I was like, we're really pulling this man away from his daughter who just had a baby. He's like being pulled away from his grandchild because he has to come open this gate for us. Like we felt so bad. Meanwhile, my parents are in our group chat and my dad's like, do you want us to come get you? We can come get your car tomorrow. And I was like, 
very on the fence about that. Like I wanted them to because I was like, I'm scared and I'm so anxious just being trapped here. But also that was like a mm, 40 minute drive for my parents at 10 o'clock at night. So 40 minutes there, 40 minutes back. Like I felt so bad. And then I was talking to her and she's like, Haley, that's okay if you want to leave. Like, I understand, but you're more than welcome to like sleep on the couch, like, or I have an air mattress, like that's fine. And I am notoriously a picky sleeper. Like my friends can attest to this. Like I just suck at sleeping. And if I'm anxious, I'm not going to sleep either. And so I knew that that was not going to be an option. Like, and so I talked to my parents and I was like, are you sure that you're willing to come get me? And they were like, yes, Haley, we're on our way. And then I just sit there and wait for my parents. About 20 minutes goes by and the power came back on and the power came back on and we immediately looked at each other and we were like, Haley, move your car because the gate is working and we don't know how long the gate's going to work. So we might as well move my car, get it across the gate. And then that way, if the power goes out, I won't have my car on the other side anymore. Sitting there and the power comes back on and we look at each other and we were like, I need to move my car. And so I'm like throwing on my winter gear. Cause like it was snowy and, um, I'm like calling my dad. I was like, dad, turn around, go back home. The power just came back on. I'm moving my car so that like if the power goes back out, I can get out. And he's like, are you kidding? And I was like, I'm so sorry. So then my dad turned around and went back home. I'm so lucky that it wasn't with someone who I was like, wow, I do not want to go on another date with this person. Like if I did not have a good experience with this person, then that would not have been an okay scenario. Plus I felt safe. Like I didn't feel like she did that on purpose. You know what I mean? Like there was no point where I didn't feel safe. I just was anxious with the idea of being trapped. But thankfully she was great. Our conversations were great. And I mean, we went on another date afterwards, so it wasn't that bad. And I mean, it led to a funny story. So I just want to thank you for listening and tuning in and I hope that you had some laughs and I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye guys. Do you ever just like zone out? And I always thought it was just zoning out and you like stare at an object but you're really not thinking about that object but you're just like eyes are stuck there. And it wasn't until, honestly, it wasn't until TikTok. I have learned so much from TikTok. Let me just be honest. I had lesbian TikTok on my For You page before I even was questioning, before I like really realized. Honestly, the algorithm was correct. I mean, clearly I am a raging homo. So like it was right in some aspects. (laughs)